University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. This is Bill Klaproth in for Melanie Cole. So when should you have your first colonoscopy and how often should you have one? Dr. Cynthia Yoshida is a board-certified gastroenterologist whose specialties include colon cancer and colonoscopies. Dr. Yoshida, thanks for being on with us today. Now, I am of the colonoscopy age. I am Good. over 50, and i got to tell you, I have friends that say, I'm not getting that. I'm not, I don't have colon cancer in my family. I don't need to do that thing. I heard it's horrible. Can you explain to us why it's so important to get a colonoscopy? Sir, absolutely. And, you know, I hear this all the time. People, um, even at cocktail parties, will stop me and say, why should I have a colonoscopy? I don't have any symptoms. I feel great. You know, I'm only 50. No big deal. But the real reason that we do this is really just about screening. We know that all colon cancers, or the vast majority of colon cancers, start as little polyps, which are benign growths. And if we do a colonoscopy um, beginning at age 50 in the average risk population, we can actually find these polyps before they're going to turn into something bad, cancer, and we can take them off before they do that. So colonoscopy really is the only screening test that we have out there that can find the precancerous lesions before it turns into cancer. So this is really a great form of preventative medicine. I mean, the way I look at it with the technology we have today, you're not allowed to get colon cancer. That's exactly right. It's my job to make sure that our patients don't get colon cancer. It's really tough. You know, there, there are sometimes, obviously, polyps can be missed, but we work hard to um, find those polyps and to take them off before they turn into anything bad. So you mentioned uh, the guidelines are starting at age 50. Are there any exceptions to that general rule? Sure. So there's a number of um, exceptions. Uh, African Americans, uh, the American College of Gastroenterology actually recommends that African Americans start at the age of 45 because the risk is a little bit higher. People always think that there's a difference between the sexes, between men and women, and there isn't. The average risk is 50, but if you have a family history of colon cancer... If you have somebody who's a first-degree relative, so somebody who's a child or a parent or a sibling, a brother or sister who has colon cancer, you're going to start 10 years before their age of when they were diagnosed with cancer. So say your brother was diagnosed with colon cancer at age 46. You're going to start screening at age 36. All right, Dr. Yoshida. So then how often should you get a colonoscopy? So it's different for different people. For the most people who have no family history of colon cancer, if you have a great prep and we um, do the colonoscopy and don't find any polyps, you don't have to come back for 10 years. And the reason for that is because from the start of a polyp to the formation of a cancer takes a long time. It usually takes, there's a number of genetic changes that have, have to happen and it takes well beyond a decade for most colon cancers to form. So a 10-year window is absolutely fine for most people. If you have a family history of colon cancer in a first-degree relative, say a parent or a sibling or a child, then you need to come back every five years. If we find precancerous polyps, um, it depends upon the number and the size of the polyps. Most people, it's a five-year window, but sometimes if we find many polyps or bigger polyps, we could bring you back anywhere between one or three years. And if you find a polyp, do you remove it right then and there? Yes, that's the beauty of colonoscopy. 
as as opposed to other screening tests. So there's a number of screening tests that are out there where they can look and see the polyp, but with colonoscopy, we can actually see the polyp and we can also take it out at the same time. That's terrific. And for many people, really, the prep is worse than the test, right? That's exactly right. That's what I tell people. When we're doing the consent, they usually say to people, you know, you could back out now, but you've done the hardest part. For the most part, having the colonoscopy uh, is really just, we, we get to sleepy and comfortable, and it really is just a good nap, and then somebody takes it out to lunch. So tell me, what can you expect before, during, and after the colonoscopy? Take me through the day. So the day before the colonoscopy, um, you have to prep, and that really is the hardest part. And so we ask that our patients eat or drink only clear liquids for breakfast that, that day before. And then that evening, you'll take a prep. And the prep is something called Go Lightly. It doesn't always go lightly, but it is a um, liquid that stays within your GI tract. So you drink it. And people have this misconception that we have to drink gallons of gallons of fluid. But for most people, it's four glasses, uh, four to six glasses the night before, and then four hours before your test the next morning, it's four glasses of prep. So you usually start at about 6 p.m., and you're going to drink about four to six glasses of the prep slowly, and then it'll start to clear your bowels. Then you go to bed, and the next morning, you wake up prior to four hours before your procedure. You take another four glasses and then not eat or drink anything um, for two hours before the test really important to remind your um, listeners that they really have to have a driver. Um, and it's important that they have somebody who can drive them home because they will be getting sedation. And um, so in order to make you comfortable, you'll get sedation through the vein. So most people will arrive at UVA, at our endoscopy unit. They'll register um, out in front and will be taken to the back uh, to the endoscopy pre- pre-procedure area or they'll be met by a nurse and uh, they'll get basic vital signs and get your blood pressure and your pulse, and you'll get undressed, and they'll put you in a patient gown, and we'll start an uh, IV. Then usually the physician comes in and will tell you all about the procedure, telling you about the risks and the benefits and why we're doing the procedure and what we're doing for that day. Then we actually get you back into the endoscopy um, room itself. And that procedural area, again, we get you all connected to our blood pressure monitors, our heart monitors, and our oxygen saturation monitors so that we can really closely watch you and monitor you during the procedure while you're getting the sedation. The colonoscopy itself takes anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes uh, on average, and depending upon what we have to do. And then after the procedure, you go into the recovery area, and usually in that area, you're waking up, um, and the nurses have some cookies and some juice, and we get you uh, fully awake and make sure that you're tolerating the, the um, post area, tolerating what you're eating and drinking. And that's the time that I come back and I tell you exactly what, what we found, describe um, what we did, and, and if there were any polyps found and what the follow-up would be. Oftentimes, um, we send all the pathology, uh, we send the polyps to pathology, so we're going to need to mail uh, you those results, but I can usually tell you by looking at them what, you know, what I think they are and what I think the follow-up is going to be. Yeah. Okay, so, and you can, you can eat right after you're done? You don't have to have any special diet? You can just eat normal after the procedure? Most people actually can. I, don't, I have a number of patients who 
you know, head, head out and have a hamburger right after. So <laughs> it, it depends on your tummy and how your, your belly responds and things, but most people can eat pretty much back to normal. All right, this may sound like a silly question, maybe not. What if somebody has hemorrhoids or a anal fissure or something? Is that problematic? Super common for people to okay. have hemorrhoids, and they don't they don't interfere at all with our ability to do the colonoscopy. Oftentimes, what I tell people is the prep itself, because you're going so much and wiping so much that you may um, actually uh, make your hemorrhoids a little worse during that period of time. But after the procedure. Um, we tend not to go for a day or so, so it it all makes up, and and they usually get better after that. Are there any complications ever? I've never heard of one, not that I would, but are there any complications that arise during this? Sure. Uh, You know, the complications from colonoscopy are rare, but it's really important that people understand um, that this is an invasive procedure and that, I mean, you have to find somebody who is competent and excellent at doing this and somebody who's done a number of procedures. So the risks of the procedure, Bill, are really um, bleeding, infection, poking a hole through the bowel, missing a lesion or reaction to the sedation that we give you. They are very rare. The chance of them happening are extremely unlikely, especially in the hands of somebody who's done a number of colonoscopies. But it's important, and this will be the um, part that the doctor will talk to you about before doing the procedure to get consent and to make sure that every patient understands what they're having and what the possibilities are. Well, thank you so much for this great overview. You really explained it well. I really appreciate it. And speaking of the great people at UVA, can you tell us why patients should come to UVA for their digestive health needs and their colonoscopy needs? I think their colonoscopy needs... The reason that we should come to UVA is because we have excellent trained physicians who really care about colon colon cancer and colon health. We have a multi-specialty group of people who are going to make sure that you have a great experience at your colonoscopy. And if you have colon cancer or or an issue that needs to be taken care of, we have a great group and great team of people that can um, take good care of you. Dr. Yoshida, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is UVA Health Systems Radio. Thanks for listening.